0: Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond the Bikini Radio. I'm very excited for today's guest. Her name is Kelsey Kitzman. Said that right, correct? Yep. What's your Instagram handle again?
1: Uh, Kelsey J Fit.
0: Okay. I always just search, like, K-E-L, and then you pop up right away, because I think I've (laughs) been following you since 2017?
1: Oh, it's been, yeah, it's been a long time. (laughs) I know I started following you like back when you first started competing, and
0: yeah, all that, so which is cool. I mean, that's why I like Instagram. It connects you to people all over. And we were talking about how you're from Wisconsin, and I'm originally from Ohio. Yeah, yeah. And you started following me with competitions. Have you ever competed before, or thought about doing that? Um,
1: no, I've never competed, but. I mean, sometimes I'm just like, gosh, that'd be so cool. But then I'm like, uh, I don't know if I am able to go that long with eating so little (laughs) to be able to get to that level, you know, like that part kind of scares me. And just, you know, you, you hear stories and you're just like, is it really worth it? And Mm -hmm. so currently no, but never say never, I guess
0: yeah kelsey if you guys aren't following her you guys need to go give her a follow because she posts a lot of great workout videos tons of recipes she follows a a flexible diet where she tracks her macros and she's also great with sharing taking her body through phases so she's one of those like rare females on instagram (laughs) that will show herself going through reverse dieting phases and trying to build muscle and then going through dieting phases. And I like how you move slow and like show the reality of this takes time. And you also have to take your body through phases.
1: Right, right. Yep. And that's why you buy those extra set of clothes. So you feel good not trying to, you know, fit into the small stuff when you're trying to gain muscle and all that, you know, that's really important.
0: Yeah. And so like, what got you into fitness?
1: Um, well, I would say it was probably like five years ago. Well, it was actually right after I had my son. So I gained a lot of weight post baby. And, you know, I kind of just stuck with the cardio stuff. I actually just did the insanity Sean T type Mm -hmm. videos first at home. And then I did that for a while and it was like, I was, when I look back, I was eating very little and probably 200 grams of protein at the time. And then I kind of was interested in lifting weights and that was kind of the new in thing is girls, you know, in the weight room. And, um, do you know what year this was,
0: was for you?
1: Gosh, I feel like that was 2016. Okay. Yeah. And then everything was at home for me at that point. Um, just had a little gym in the basement. And so I started lifting weights and then I was kind of paying attention to more of like my macros and it's like watching videos, researching the internet. Um, Paul, you know, him, like I learned a lot just from his YouTube really, um, you know, trial and error. And so then I got into lifting and I kind of doing the macros thing. And then I think I did like my first really strict cutting phase, which I lost like 18 pounds. And then I got into that whole, okay, cut down body fat. And then you want to reverse up, get to a healthy state of calories, you know, build muscle for a while and kind of just go back and forth at that point. So then after that, I've just been lifting since then
0: yeah and when you're like trying to get into this groove of tracking macros and create like more of like a fit lifestyle would you say that took some time oh yes oh my gosh sorry
1: (laughs) um yeah like I look back and even just little things like how you measure raw chicken versus cooked or rice that is not cooked versus cooked like all those like I had no idea I had no idea like when I first started like totally not accurate but it's just like that's the thing is like you always like I continue to learn about stuff Mm -hmm. Um, you know like things that are how they're written on the nutrition labels like they say it's 60 calories, but when you actually add up the macros, yeah, no, it's not 60 calories, you know, Mm -hmm. with the whole fiber thing. So it's just like, it's always one step at a time. Like don't stress over every little thing, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like just some of that stuff you just, you had no clue about. And I don't remember people really sharing a lot of useful information like that at that time. So.
0: There's like so much education now, like, I know that you provide a lot of like education and help. And I think that there's a lot of great pages on Instagram, but before like all you would see is like girl with a fit body. She would share her macros and that's about it. And like when I first started, I would follow other people's macros because I didn't even really know that there were coaches. And I think I was like 19 and it's really bad to do that because I would look at like, 50 grams of fat and think that I could never go over that because I never heard of a number higher than that with like, or like my carbs would like never go over 200. And I think I just kind of set myself in a box versus like hiring someone to help me and, or just not following what someone else is doing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure.
0: That's like, I know that
1: I did that too.
0: Yeah. That's like a big don't. And I know like with seeing you, you know, seeing you, you know, get leaner and go through dieting phases at higher calories. I'm sure that, you know, a lot of women will also maybe naturally compare and think, well, how is she able to do that? But the thing is, is you've taken time to take your body through these phases over years.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. And even when I first started and I was like, on a diet and I was tracking my macros but then every Sunday was cheat day (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. like during your diet like that was just the thing you did back then and it was like I was eating I don't know 1200 calories Monday through Saturday mind you Sunday three meals were whatever fast food that I wanted which probably took me totally out of that whole diet for that week and I'm just like why is this diet so you know like I'm not changing my body and like the scale weight wasn't really budging
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it's like um yeah that's why <laughs>
0: yeah so it, it's, it it's like definitely a learning extremes. process
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah i saw a lot of that whole like cheap mentality even when i was in college and like i would always like be a little bit thrown off when i i had a lot of guy friends that lifted like being in my program, I was in exercise science. I was one of like the few girls that worked out because a lot of the girls that were in my field wanted to do more so like the admin side of things, which that wasn't me. Like I originally was like, you're going to be a physical therapist or you're going to like train college athletes. I mean, just worked out, but I'm very, but I always loved the gym. And I found a lot of guys using that mentality of okay, super strict Monday through Friday on the weekends, free for all, and then we're going to start over on Monday and go so hard. And then what people don't realize is you burn yourself out because you're so strict. And then no wonder why it's the weekend and the stress of the week getting to you. And then you say, I'm going to have a whole pizza and maybe some beer too. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yep. There's no balance there.
0: Yeah. So how have you found more balance now with like your eating
1: um I guess like you said trying to keep calories as high as possible even when I'm dieting mm-hmm. um like for me if I start having a sticking point I'd rather add in more cardio <laughs> like I don't really mind cardio um I don't do it hours on end but I'd rather, like, because it makes you feel good. I don't know. I just, I always feel good after cardio, so I always ended up adding that in before trying to draw. Um, and then to just eating normal foods, even during a diet, you know, like, yeah, I eat healthy things, but then I, I'll squeeze in an Oreo if I can, you know, like, if I'm craving an Oreo, I'll, you know, I'll eat an Oreo or you know, something that you might be craving, you can, you know, look up a recipe that is going to be more suitable for your macros at that time. Mm
0: -hmm. So I
1: think, I think doing that definitely helps.
0: And that's, what's like refreshing with following you is like, Kelsey will have like ice cream or like Oreo cookies, like here and there, like that's not majority of your day. Like I see lots of like Whole Foods in there but then it's still nice Uh to see some more fun foods and I know that I'll even have some people DM me if I post like I've been hooked on these like Oreo ice cream sandwiches and they have like great macros but I'll have people message me saying like how are you eating that right now and I'm like it's my macros majority of my day doesn't look like this and if I want it then I'm going to make it work right Um, right exactly so right now with your um you you started your reverse, right? Yep. How did?
1: <laughs> How did? I mean, I didn't really reverse else? this time. I mean, I I wanted to reverse, but I don't know. I think it was okay, though. You know, normally I reverse up, you know, hundred calories every week or depending on mirror and scale. But I just went for it and literally went straight to you know presumed maintenance Mm -hmm. and I now eat between you know like 2,000 to 2,300 in a day I really base it off on how I'm feeling too you know Mm -hmm. um kind of trying to dab into a little bit of that intuitive eating part um so and I mean
0: it's going great so and there's two like methods that you can take like with after a dieting phase, I think you can either decide to reverse diet or do like a recovery based approach. And depending on how you're feeling, like a recovery diet is going to be getting you to higher calories quicker versus the traditional reverse diet, which is slow increments up until you get to like a nice level of calories. And I have you know, some clients who they don't feel good. They wanna be done with their diet or maybe they're under a lot of stress right now and we just wanna get them to feel a little bit better then we do a recovery diet approach. So neither one is better than the other. It's just more so on like where you're currently at with the end of your diet, but not just if your diet and your physique, but like life in general. Like if life is really stressful, of course you're going to be able to handle more stressful things at a higher calorie amount.
1: Right, yeah, and I definitely think if you're a beginner, I would say you need to reverse diet. Um, just because it's like their body's never been in that state possibly before and that lean, that going slow would probably be better for them, you know, depending on stress, like you said. But um, like after you've done it, how many times you kind of learn to listen to your body a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And just like, I I mean, I was hungry, like <laughs> and the one the one day that I did the little. Uh, refeed day, which I had, you know, like 300 grams of carbs. Like I woke up the next day, leaner, feeling better. Mm -hmm. I think this, I
0: think the scale weight dropped. Like I was just like, yeah, I think I just need to do this. (laughs) And it's cool because appetite changes. Like end of, I at least know for end of a diet, like my hunger is actually not that bad, but once I start eating, it kicks in and I'm now at like over, I'm at like 315 grams of carbs. And I'm hungry. Like I can hit those. And before I would think there's no way I can eat over 250 grams when that was just more so like another like limit I was setting for myself. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And don't limit your potential. Like if anyone listening is wanting to build muscle and you're setting like a limit of, I don't want to go higher than 2000 calories or 2200 calories, like you might be able to eat more than that.
1: Right, yeah, I mean, I think at my my highest bulk that I ever did, my calories got to twenty eight hundred on training days um so, and that was that was nice, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. you know, so it's just like,
1: and it's like, well, you know, some people would say, like if you put all my stats into a calculator online, they would say, you can should only be eating this amount and mm-hmm. Like, you can't always listen to that
0: either. I had someone DM me saying they're like, how accurate do you think those calculators are? I'm like, they're 98% of the time wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Right.
1: Yes. Yeah. Because
0: I've seen it. I've seen even just people who their genetics allow for them to eat a ton. Like maybe they're like five foot and eating like 2,700 calories. Mathematically, it doesn't make sense, but it's working for them.
1: Right. Right. And I mean, like when I was younger, um, I mean, when I got into high school, I think even like junior year, I was still wearing zero, zero pants. Like my genetics, like with my parents were very like lanky and we don't carry a lot of body fat. And I just know as when I was growing up, like I never ate a lot, but I just snacked throughout the day a lot. Like and that was just how I was. And then obviously when you have a child, <laughs> your body changes a lot. And, you know, as you get older, your body changes a lot. So then I just know that I think that my, my genetical, you know, potential at that point could be higher than what a calculator is going to tell me.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. So. Uh I think of where i was before i because i had an eating disorder when i was younger but before then i had like great metabolic potential like it was actually pretty ridiculous how much food i could eat and i just couldn't keep weight on um so like keep in mind too like when you diet you do have the potential to down regulate things for a prolonged period of time and the only way to get out of that is going to be by not dieting
1: Right exactly yeah because like I noticed too now like after going through cycles of dieting and bulking and all that stuff is I know like certain days like if I have a bad day and I just kind of ate crappy like my body doesn't always recover that great Mm -hmm. which maybe back you know way before I started dieting like your body's smart it learns that oh my gosh you're restricting me and then you give me all this food you know hmm so it,
0: it gets used to the foods that you feed it and your routine I know when I went out of town for like a wedding for a few days my food was completely thrown off and like I felt horrible I was having headaches I had the worst migraine ever digestion was bad energy was bad and I'm like this is crazy like how much food just affects you
1: oh exactly yeah like I know I had during my diet I had one uh, one day that I had a free meal and it was like during lunch and it was two hours afterwards and I literally couldn't even stand up. Like I didn't even overeat like I ate till I was definitely satisfied but I had to lay down like I did not feel good and yeah. it was like okay I mean I have allergies and all that kind of stuff and I'm like I don't think I ate something you know that I'm allergic to but <laughs> It's just because it's like you feed your body these same routine meals, you know, every single day for how many weeks, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just it's not adapted to that kind
0: of food. So And that's why even like with flexible dieting, like you want to have some structure in place. Like I still have like the same oatmeal just about every single day, or like a similar meal of rice and a veggie and chicken. Like I have similar meals and I'm not just because I have the freedom to change i crazy every single day. I don't do that.
1: Right. I just think it makes it more harder. <laughs> like you just don't have time for that. It's just like, oh my God, I have to think of something, you know, to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know that it sits well and you feel good, why change something that's working so well? You know, I mean, yeah. a lot of people, you know, like, it's like you share what you eat and it's like yeah sorry same thing but just a different day
0: (laughs) that's why i feel bad sometimes with full days of eating because i'm like this is like the same thing except for instead of peppers i have green beans whoa yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: i feel like it's boring it's not like these like beautiful um meals that you see on like pinterest and stuff but that's just the reality like i don't have time to make my meals look amazing all the time
1: right right and you're going to eat stuff that you enjoy too and look yes. forward to absolutely mm-hmm.
0: so how do you balance your fitness goals right now um you work full time and do... yeah uh,
1: oh well now it's a little bit easier that emmet is now going back to school because <laughs> he's not running around here um during the summer it was a little hard you know with him being home and the quarantine and all that kind of stuff, um as of right now, it's a little bit easier because um for my job, we are kind of semi at home, and so a lot of those days, like if I have to go into work, most of the time I call those rest days mm-hmm. and you know and it's just easy because it's like I like to take at least two rust days a week, so Um, and normally always the weekends, I, I always work out Saturday and Sunday. Um, so I normally take my rest days during the week. So being able to just get my workout in either during my lunch hour or right away in the morning. Um, I mean, back in the day, I used to wake up at 4am and work out before I actually had to go into work. Um, and also just keeping my workouts less than an hour, less than 50 minutes. Like you don't have to be in the gym for an hour and a half.
0: Mm -hmm. You
1: know, like I know some people go there to chat and talk to people, but it's like if you really want to get in and get out, you can and have a very effective workout. So
0: I used to when I first started, I'd like hang out in the gym for like two or three hours, like with friends and just take my good old time. But now like, I try to be done in an hour and it's funny because my boyfriend, he's a manager at his gym and he's like, sometimes you don't stop and talk to me. I'm like, well, you live with me. So I'll talk to you later. (laughs) Like I don't want to be caught up every single day spending two, two and a half hours there when you don't need to.
1: Right. Right. Um, Yeah. And like for me, you know, I have the anytime fitness uh, membership which is here in town. And then I do have my garage gym. Since that whole COVID thing happened, you had to invest in a home gym. And so it's like, I kind of, I go to the gym and sometimes I, I go to the, just my garage. So that makes it super simple, like just to run out there and work out. Like, I mean, I know a lot of people say like, I have to work out in a gym otherwise i have no
0: motivation but
1: it's not about motivation it's about if you're determined enough
0: (laughs) i could work out in your like little like garage and you have a pretty nice setup
1: yeah 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 it's it was a work in progress but we're there
0: (laughs) we had before our gyms opened we had um a friend who had a barbell and a rack and Mm -hmm. we would plan out when we could all work out together. It's like six people and we would all work out with this one barbell. We had maybe up to 165 pounds for weight, but we made it work.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, even still now, like when you're looking for workout stuff, like the prices are just sky high, not like how Mm -hmm. it was before then. So
0: I'm like waiting for a gym to close and sell all their equipment.
1: Yeah. We actually had a gym, um, which I got my treadmill from, uh, down in Madison that, that closed and they were selling, they're selling for like decent prices too. Yeah. So it's like, I got my treadmill and it's like, that was the best investment ever just to, you know, it's like, if it's cold out the outside, you know,
0: mm-hmm. just
1: got the treadmill.
0: So Honestly, if you live somewhere cooler, I think that's one of the best investments you can make is a treadmill because when I lived in Ohio, I had a treadmill at home so I could get some movement in throughout the day because being stuck inside when it's 20 degrees outside or colder isn't fun.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then even like now, like, like when I go into work, I definitely notice I move a lot more, but now working from home, it's like I'm sitting Mm -hmm. on my laptop and it's like I notice I nearly wouldn't get as many steps so it's nice just to be like oh I have a break you know I'm gonna hop on the treadmill or go outside and go for a walk for 10 minutes if it's nice out so Mm
0: -hmm. it all adds up
1: oh yeah oh yeah
0: and if you're working out for like an hour a day and you're only walking like 3,000 steps like your recovery is going to be pretty bad but also it's going to affect a bunch of other systems
1: Right. Yeah. I couldn't imagine only getting that amount.
0: <laughs> i be surprised though. I actually had a girlfriend today telling me, oh, I get like 2,500 steps and I lift and then I just like sit at home all day. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, was like, I know.
1: It's like, I even struggled. Cause like, even with like my diet, I kind of was like, okay, I need to get at least like about, I always said 15,000 steps. And then Um, now I'm just like, okay, I need to like downgrade that a little bit. Um, try to focus on going lower. And some days it's like impossible. I'm like, I need to figure out what I can do when I get, when I stand up from the couch. So I use the less amount of time walking around, you know, it's like, sometimes you have to think about it. It's just like, cause I'm just very forgetful. I feel like, so it's like, I'll Mm -hmm. sit down for dinner and then it's like, I have to get up and grab something to drink or I have to get up and grab this and it's like okay do I have everything can I finally sit down yeah um so yeah that's been kind of hard just keeping down on steps just cuz I'm just I don't sit and watch TV very much I I normally just go on YouTube during my treadmill time
0: and that's about it yep so. That's basically what I do, or are, I've been addicted to TikToks.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know.
0: Bad.
1: That's the new thing. I haven't really gotten into that.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't. You'll waste your life If <laughs> <laughs> But
1: if I don't have time now, I'll definitely lose a lot of time with that, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I just got, like, the YouTube premium, and now it's, like, really nice, because, like, you have access to, like, more videos and... Now I feel like oh. when I do longer cardio in the future, it's gonna be nice.
1: Yeah, I, I always see that come up, but I never know what it meant, so.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's nice. You can close the app and still listen. And I know like that's a big flaw of YouTube. Like sure. you close it and you can't listen to like what they're saying. And sometimes yep. half the time when I'm working from home, I'll have it on for like background noise. So that was like my biggest pet peeve.
1: <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, definitely nice.
0: Yeah, for sure. But Kelsey, so do you have any like piece of advice for someone who's maybe similar story to you, like not quite sure what to do when getting involved with fitness, some advice for them?
1: Um, yeah. Like, are you talking about like tracking macros or just like? Like tracking
0: macros and then getting into working out.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, my biggest advice is don't do something that just because someone that you're following and you want their body and do what they do, because unfortunately, most of the time, the things that you see on Instagram, those people are probably actually not doing those things. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like kind of those fit girl workouts that, you know, all the bands and all that stuff it's just like find something that you enjoy um mm-hmm. you know like I did the whole body, Shanti Insanity type videos and I liked it but like I started to dread it mm-hmm. um so then I finally found lifting and it's like I enjoy that like enjoy the progress you know like what am I going to do today? What am I able to lift today? And it's just always kind of like, you're always like a goal setter in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's more like, or CrossFit, um, you know, or powerlifting, like whatever intrigues you or like gets you excited, do that. Um, you know, and then with like food wise, um, I guess I feel like, I would say, try the flexible dieting, like, don't be scared of that. Um, I think that's probably the main, like, if I had to eat the same meals for how many days in a row, there's no way. Mm -hmm. Um, If I wouldn't be able to have, like, flexible dieting, there's no way I could stick to it. Um, I mean, and I'm no perfect person and I still have days where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, I just want this or that. And it's like, I go over my, you know, calories, even when I dieted, I had those days. Mm -hmm. Um, but the big thing is what I used to do is I used to get really upset at myself (laughs) and now I'm just like, it's not the end of the world. Like, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Like just... Get up the next day and strive to you know hit those macros and get a good workout. use that if you had extra food, use that food for your workout yeah. um you know, don't beat yourself up about it. Don't feel like you need to go jump on the treadmill at you know midnight or something if you're raving in the kitchen or something. It's like
0: yeah, go go to bed and start fresh tomorrow,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: and I see that a lot like you should never. I mean, you're going to have workouts where you don't want to do it. Like, I'll be honest with you guys, like, and Kelsey, I'm sure can agree. You're going to have oh, workouts yeah, yeah. where you don't want to do it. But if every single workout is a struggle to find motivation to do, you're probably not doing the best program for you. And right. I used to do workout videos, like high intensity cardio based workout videos. And then kind of like you, I liked it, but I didn't love it. And to some degree, I kind of also hated it. It's like a, right. a love-hate relationship until I found lifting. And when it comes to the flexible dieting, you're going to have mistakes. Maybe it's a tracking error, tracking mistakes. They happen here and there. Um, or, you know, even going over on your macros. And the last thing that you should do is beat yourself up, learn from the experience and make improvements in the future. And don't don't punish yourself.
1: Right. And figure out kind of like, what was that triggered you to do that? You know, like what, and sometimes I look at that too. Cause it's like, there was days in my diet where I was like, Oh my God, I'm starving. I just need to eat this. And you know, I look at that day and I'm like, what did I eat that day differently that maybe didn't satisfy me, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe that didn't sit, you know, as well as other foods. So then you kind of just do that whole trial and error thing yeah. again.
0: Or maybe and, I'm dehydrated, or you know,
1: basically. right, right, or stressed, or you didn't sleep well, or there, you know, hormones, all that kind of stuff can really affect that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, it was awesome having you on. This is our first time ever talking like face to face. Yeah.
1: And I know I'm going to be in Florida in a couple of days, and I'm like, oh my God, she's so close to me because I'm flying in uh, into Tampa,
0: which mm-hmm.
1: is that yeah. where.
0: Yep. I'm on, um, the West coast of Florida. So I'm right by Tampa and there's a lot of great spots that you need to check out. I should send you over some gyms.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. I know I was like, Oh my God, maybe I should like run up there or something. Cause it's like, (laughs) I don't have a rent. I'm not renting a vehicle, but my parents are driving down. So I'd have to convince them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So
1: yeah, that's, is it warm and.
0: Yep. It's like 80 to 90.
1: Perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But Well, hopefully I could uh, see you soon and guys, if you want to see more of Kelsey, all of her information is going to be down below in the description. When it comes to getting more support towards your fitness goals, a lot of people look into supplementation. And when I get questions about supplements, I have to say that I fully support Bomar Nutrition. Not only does BOMAR Nutrition have a bunch of unique products and are constantly coming out with new products, they actually pay for further testing. If you guys didn't know this, the FDA doesn't actually monitor supplementation. However, BOMAR Nutrition makes sure that you guys are getting 100% quality and also 100% taste. If you guys follow me here on Instagram, you would know that I am obsessed with their vegan protein line alongside with their protein bars. Bomar Butters, and their nootropic. I actually completely stopped drinking coffee because their nootropic gives me that extra kick in the butt and helps wake me up and start my day in a focused manner. So if you guys are wanting to shop through Bomar, make sure you check out the link down below and use my code Nicole as a referral at checkout. Hey guys. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym, with your relationship with food, and how I can help you reach your goals.